0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Magnify your God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on. We're going to pray a little while longer. There's a saying that's around in Pentecost praying the power down. And I believe that with all of my heart. I really do. I believe that with all of my heart. Come on. Come on and pray. Come on and believe the Lord. Come on and trust God. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord. Amen, amen. Come on, begin to act like he's hearing what you're praying about. Come on. The Bible says if he heareth us, whatever we ask, we shall have. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord. So first of all, you got to act like he's hearing you. Amen. Praise the Lord God of heaven. I know one thing, God does not need a hearing aid, and he's not hard of hearing. And he's definitely not death. And so when you begin to cry out, cry out in the right way. Humble yourself. Cry out through a heart of repentance. And I believe with all of my heart God's listening. I said God's listening. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God. I hope that one day we can all get to a place that we can be in one mind, in one accord, in prayer, and believing the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Let's worship the Lord today if we can. Continue to maintain the right heart with Him like you're doing. It's important. Let's get all the lights on. Let's begin to worship the Lord in song today. So good to see you. I'm glad that you're here. Again, there's several that may be traveling, several that may be fighting sickness, but I'm glad that you are here. Let's worship the Lord today. He's still moving. Oh, yes, yeah, he is. He's
1: still proving just how fair-
0: we're going to go ahead anyhow. Aren't you glad he's still moving? I I don't know if you're glad about that or not. Because sometimes when he's moving, my life may not be where I think it ought to be. But he's proving just how great he really is. I'm glad. I'm glad he's always on the move. I'm glad for His love and His mercy and His grace. Let's continue to worship the Lord in song today. Good to see all of you. The more I seek you, the more I find Listen to this song, how true it is. Your hands and begin to find your place at His feet and begin to understand that the more you seek Him the more you're going to find Him and the more you find Him the more you're going to love Him oh hallelujah, glory Come on and spend some time seeking him right now. Music just playing softly. If you'll seek him, you'll find him. And when you find him, you can reconnect and reestablish a relationship between you and him. His love is so deep. I don't think anyone could explain it. But you can receive it. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, glory to the Lord. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Come on all over the sanctuary. There's people here and there and just middle sides. Come on, just open up and begin. Just speak to him. Let your tears flow. Let your heart open. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Love John sure had it right, yes. wanting to be so close to the Lord yes. that he could lay his head yes. on his bosom yes. Yes. and just give him some love. Yes. 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 There's not a soul living that doesn't need to be loved. Right. I also believe that the Lord desires our love for Him. He wants us to show it. Let's sing another song to the Lord today. Continue to worship Him. And if we can, think about Jesus, not about how hot it may be getting. There's nothing we can do about it. It's going to reach 108, 109 today. So you might as well just get focused on Jesus. God, yes,
1: yes. you thought I was worth saying?
0: Yes, he did. Put your hands together. Aren't you glad of that? That he thought I was worth saving and keeping. Oh, hallelujah. Man, to think that he thought I was to die for you. That you were to die for. I think sometimes we just... Don't allow this revelation, realization, to really become so real in our life. (laughs) You You may not like this statement, but the Lord just dropped it in my heart. Instead of saying, why me? Say, why not me? What he's done for somebody else, he'll do for me. Quit saying why me. What? Why not me? Oh, hallelujah! Glory to the Lord God. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm feeling fired up that there's a God that loves me, a God that thought I was worth saving and worth keeping. He caught me. And he didn't say, look at this thing. I'm going to throw it back. He said, no. I'm fixing to clean it up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Put it in a little heat. Yes, yes, yes. Mold it a little bit. Yes, yes. Wow. My Lord God of heaven. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Woo! Can you give him one more hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Wow. Before you're seated, let me try to encourage some of you that are physically able to do more than what you're doing. Don't wait until you get to a place Like many of you may not realize, I'm wearing a knee brace today because I really hurt my knee, but I'm still bouncing. I'm still doing, no matter the pain, because you're going to get to a place, if God tarries, that you're not going to be able to do anything. Just think about it. When the Lord moves, if you're physically able to move, you ought to move. I promise you this I can speak for me when I'm limited by my physical body my heart is grieving oh God
2: yes, yes.
0: could I just let yes. go yes. and so I I give it what I got ready for the aspir cream afterwards but it's okay You can return to your seats this morning. I'm really, really sensing the Lord today. Really sensing his presence today.
1: Thank Thank you,
0: Jesus. Let me try to make some announcements if I could. We have a meeting today with all of the parents or grandparents, legal guardians of those students in the academy. Amen. We'll probably just go immediately to... The Welcome Center, please, after service, unless you're involved in the altar, let's meet there so we can conduct this as quickly as we can, give you some dates, let you know what's happening. It's very, very important. School will be here before you know it. What day is it? Tuesday, August the 15th or 16th. 16th. School will begin. And so today, right after the service, those that are involved will meet in the Welcome Center. Amen. Also, because of the extreme temperatures today, today only, tonight, for those of you that come back, let's dress very modestly, casual, nice, because it's going to be hot and there's nothing I can do about it. We're going to leave the air conditioners at 69, but it may be 77, 78 in here. All right? Amen. Just like we dressed in the church retreat, trying to make it a little easier on you. Now, when it drops back down to 100, then it's dressed appropriately. Amen. Amen. And guess what? Wednesday, we're going to get a cool front. It'll be 99. I don't know what the heat index will be, but it'll be 99. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Trying to be sure I get all the announcements out there. Yes, dear, please. The children will attend with their parents or grandparents for the meeting today. Amen. General conference is coming up the last Monday of this month in Campbell, Texas. For those of you that would like to go, hotels are in Greenville if you would like to attend. It starts Monday evening. It continues Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Amen. Coming up very, very soon. Coming up very soon. Amen. My wife and I will be traveling to Tennessee uh, in a couple of weeks because we have to attend the ACE administrative training. We have another staff going this coming week. Sister Sandra has to go this coming week, but she goes to Dallas. Any other announcements? Any other announcements? Yes. Yes. All right. Anybody wants any T-shirts left from the retreat? See, Brother Lewis, if you would like some. Let's continue to remember Brother Louis with the loss of his nephew and Crystal and her family with the loss of her son. In fact, I think Crystal is trying to come and visit us uh, in a week or so. And so uh, she wants to come uh, to a place where she can feel love. And so, I know you will. I know you'll love her. Amen. Praise the Lord. I can't even wrap my mind around what she's going through. Any other announcements? Any other announcements? All right. Brother Phillips is going to come and receive Sunday morning tithes and half shekel offering. Any gift that you may have, you can bring it at this time. If you're not able physically to come, he'll come with your app. Ensemble can be seated. You can be seated. We're going to let them come down and get situated, and then we're going to get right into the word of the Lord Amen. today. Amen. You, Seems Thank like you, I haven't preached in years. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens today. All right. Praise the Lord. Several people have went out. I'm going to wait a little bit, if that's okay. I'm going to wait a little bit before I read it. We're not in a real big hurry today, are you? Amen. Are you? Well, I'll try to keep the message as timely as I can. But I I just want people in when I begin. That way they get it from the beginning to the end. And they kind of get an understanding of where I'm coming from in the Lord. I will tell you where I'm going to be reading at. I'm going to be reading in the book of Exodus, chapter number 32. And I'm going to be reading two verses of Scripture there, in verse 32 and 33 of that chapter, Exodus 32. Amen. The Word of the Lord says here, Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. You may be seated. What a beautiful, beautiful experience that was taking place with Moses and God. God had already told Moses, listen, Moses, this is a stiff-necked people. They're hard-hearted. I'm going to wipe them out, and I'm going to build a new nation with you. And we come to this scene where Moses, he knew they sinned. He was going to take care of it. But at the moment, he began, this one man, this One man, Joshua wasn't involved, Caleb wasn't involved, Aaron surely wasn't involved. One man decided to pray. Oh, yeah, that's a wow. I'm going to have a little trouble coming up and down, but I'll make it. One man, think about what I'm saying. One man. Face to face with God, because that's what God said. With Moses, I speak face to face. So there he was on a mountain. And he began to say, Lord, forgive them. But if you don't, blot me out too. What a prayer. Israel, at the moment, didn't even know Moses was praying for them. Moses wasn't praying for himself. In fact, when you get into the Old Testament, normally, there may be some exceptions like this one, prayer was mainly made for themselves. When you get in the New Testament, it begins to change. Here Moses was praying for a people that had transgressed, that has made a golden calf that did all kind of things that was against the principles and precepts of God. And Moses stood face to face with the Almighty and said, Forgive them, but if not, take me out too. And God said, basically, whoever sinned, that's who I'm going to take out of the book. That day, one man's prayer saved a nation. Saved a nation. One One man. you got to understand what I'm talking about here. One man. Willingness to tell the Lord, if you won't forgive him, take me out of the book as well. And God made a statement that's even true today. Whosoever sinneth, that soul shall die. And today I'd like to leave this thought with you. One man's prayer. I'm going somewhere today. I believe the Lord wants to encourage you and strengthen you. Please open your heart and hear what God has given me for you. It's talking about how this one man, regardless of those that sinned and were judged and consumed that day because of their transgression, it will happen around us even today, even in the church of the living God. But I'm telling you, this one man's prayer set a nation on course that you and I could receive redemption. I don't know what would have happened. Don't need to try to know if there was no tribe of Judah. Because this man, this humble man, began to intercede for a whole nation that had no clue what he was doing that complained and murmured every time they went a few steps. In Isaiah 53, 11 and 12, it says here in verse 11, He shall see of the travail of
2: his soul Come on, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. This righteous man justifying many. For he shall bear their iniquity. He shall do what? Bear their iniquity.
0: One man. One man will bear the iniquities at this moment, all of Israel, and for those that would be born in the future, one man, amen. amen, amen. Would take on the sins of the world. That includes yours and mine. Verse
2: 12 says. Therefore, will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. We know
0: this is Jesus Christ. There's no doubt that this is who the writer, the prophet Isaiah is speaking of, and bear the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. Say what? Made intercession
2: for the transgressors. One
0: man all the way back in the book of Isaiah, begin to prophesy how this one man would come, how this one man would bear the sin of all, how this one man would make intercession for every living being ever born in this world. Yes, even teenagers. Teenagers that don't really want to acknowledge Don't really want to be here. Don't want to really give in. Yes, even that one man is still making intercession for you. Saying, listen, hey, you're going to be accountable for your own sin. But if you'll let me, I'll take it. If you'll let me, I'll bear it. Oh, hallelujah. One man's prayer. Luke 12, excuse me, Luke 22, 31 through 32. 32. But I have prayed for thee. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. Say what? But I have prayed for thee. I don't remember reading anywhere in the Bible where I heard Jesus praying the name of Simon or Peter. But here he said, Simon, I've already prayed for you. I wonder if he made the prayer back in Isaiah. He said he'd make intercession. I wonder if there's intercession that's been going on from the foundation of the world. Oh, wow. That's not in my notes. God just gave that to me. Think about that. If the Lamb of God were slain before the foundation of the world, evidently intercession had already begun before the foundation of the world. And one man, Moses, evidently began to feel the presence. Wait a minute, I've got to stand in the gap. I've got to pray for people that right now don't want you, don't want to know you, want to go back to Egypt, want to go back to sin, want to go back to doing their own thing, don't want to give in to peer pressure. They want to run with the crowd. They want to run with their peers. Simon the devil wanted to shift you as weak. Now, I'm going to say something quickly and move on because all of you know this. This church has been going through the ringer, not with an R ringer, with a W. Going through the ringer is not spelled with an R. It's spelled with a W-R. All right. You proud of me? Because if I'd have said going through the ringer, R, that would have been called an acorn, E-G-G-C-O-R-N. In other words, you're saying something that is not true. Oh, man, I got your attention now. (laughs) I'm kind of feeling like I'm Pastor Brown now teaching you something. You see, when acorns, A-C-O, you know, acorns, you got me, a lot of times in our pronunciation, we say acorns. That's where that phrase came from, E-G-G, because we're not really pronouncing the A very well. And so we're saying something that's not true. Eggs doesn't fall from an oak tree. And the church that's going through a ringer is not a ringer. It's a ringer, like the old washing machine. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Some of you are not old enough, you have no clue. <laughs> I was standing there as my grandparents washed the wash and took it through the wringer. And that was flattened and the water was squeezed out and and then shooken and hung up for the sun to dry it. This church has really been going around and around in a washing machine Whether it be personal problems, things breaking down, this happening to you, sickness, finances, losing jobs. I don't care what it is. The devil is on notice that this church is going somewhere and he doesn't want to just lay down. What I'm going to tell you right now, I'm ready to be hung up. I'm ready to come out. I wish I had a picture of this washing machine. I really did. I wish I had a. It didn't have a lid on it. It was open. Am I telling the right stuff? Yeah, I see. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't put me in there then, but I've been in it since. No, you're not with me today. That's the way you feel every time you just. Will this thing stop? You don't really want it to stop because when it stops. And there's these two rollers. And I don't know how they get the clothes through there. You know? And that's the ringer with a W. And they stick their clothes in there. The thicker the material, the thicker the problem. Sometimes they got to run it through twice. Because you got to get all that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It didn't have a wrench cycle. And can you imagine a wrench cycle in somebody's life, you know, when it's out of balance? (laughs) I think this is enough. Really, I think this is enough. I don't need to. Pull me out, Jesus. Put me in the ringer. Some of you, you don't like the ringer, but you don't understand the ringer is the last process before you get dried out. Oh, yeah. Come on, Lord. Put me through a couple of times. Get the excess of the baggage off of me. Come on, God. Put me through it. Oh, be sure those rollers are tight, because I want everything of the world. I want every jump, every thought, every attitude, every sin that so easily besets me. I want it. I want it in the pot left in the world. One man's prayer, Simon. Devil was after you. You see, sometimes situations in life, the enemy can use it to discourage you, to depress you to get you at odds with one another, to get you blaming one another, to get you asking the question, well, what in the world is going on? Why is this happening to me? I'm going to tell you right now, it will always happen from day one until Jesus comes. It doesn't matter who you are because all of us were born in transgression. But once we are born again, the devil wants that trophy the devil doesn't want us being through the ringer. He wants you still being agitated. Oh, my Lord. Now, now, some of you, are you with me today? Because God's helping me preach right now. You see, trials and tribulations, the enemy, is nothing but an agitation. And that agitation one day will stop when the cycle is done, my God of heaven, when the season is over, when I'm cleaned, oh my God, oh, watch out knee. You're just going to have to have a double portion of Aska cream here in a minute because I'm getting fired up. When the season of the cycle is open, I'm going to be pulled out and I'm going to be put in that ringer and every excess uh, that was. And when I come out, I'm going to be Free of a load. If you ever washed today, when when that cycle doesn't work, the rinse and the spin, and you reach in there, it's heavy, isn't it? And you're thinking, how am I going to get this water out because I can't dry it? I don't know why we have dryers anyway, but because of convenience. God says, forget convenience. I'm going to put you through the ringer, because that's the only way I can get every drop out. And I'm not going to hang you up to dry until you're ready to be dried. One man's prayer. Simon, the devil's got his mark on you. Because you're that one man I'm giving the keys to. He said, but don't worry. I've already, not praying.
2: Prayed. Past tense. Thank you.
0: He didn't say, don't worry, Simon, I'm still praying for you. Mm -mm. Don't worry, every day I'm praying for you, Simon. No, he did not. He said, I have prayed for you. And when. Oh, I like that. Whoa. And when you come out mm-hmm. and you're set up to dry mm-hmm. and the fire of the Holy Ghost uh-huh.
2: yeah, dries
0: your you completely and you're uh-huh. filled. Yeah.
2: Strengthen your brother. Uh-huh.
0: Some yes. of you, you just want to stay in the washing machine and be agitated instead of God. Get me out of here and ring me out and let me be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Uh, some of you haven't prayed in the Holy Ghost in so long, it takes you too long to get there. I'm telling you, you ought to be a child of God. Many of you have been in this church long enough. You've been born again long enough. You ought to be able to yield anytime you want to, any place you want to, and begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Why? Building up yourself and renewing yourself. Praying in the Holy Ghost. It shouldn't take you 15 minutes. It shouldn't take you an hour. You should be able to pray at the moment, at a second. You ought to begin to give way and pray in tongues. Why? Because the Bible says, praying in the spirit with moanings and groanings that cannot be uttered, he is making no. Yes. While with my natural, I'm praying for you. But in the spirit, I am praying. No, you don't like what I'm about to say, but when you're praying in the Holy Ghost and you don't understand what you're saying and you're moaning and groaning and travail, you are praying for yourself because God is making intercession for you, not somebody else. But when you pray in the tongue that you know, the tongue you were born with, you ought to be praying for other people, not yourself. If you need to pray for yourself, you need to pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Now study that out. Wow, wow. That was pretty heavy duty stuff. But it's what the Bible says, make an intercession for Uh For me. Right? Wow. You learned something new. Hang around. We're so worried sometimes. Now, sweet pea, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm really not. But we're so worried about when we sit there, we come here, who's praying with us? i got a news flash for you in just a moment. It's irrelevant. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. Now, you don't like that. And the Bible says we are to pray one for another. And I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I'm saying, oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. One man's prayer. One man's prayer. Listen, Hebrews 7.25 Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for for them. them. Do you understand whether you're here or whether you're in the altar or whether you're driving your automobile? My God has already made an intercession for you. He's already prayed for you. Yes, we need to pray one for another. But the point is, you have forgotten that Jesus is praying for you. And so you equate. So and so didn't pray for me. So and so didn't pray for me. So evidently, I'm not loved. Evidently, nobody cares. But you have forgotten that Jesus Christ is praying for you. Ever liveth to make intercession for you. If it worked for Peter, it'll work for me. I'm not saying don't pray. Don't go to left field. I'm not saying don't pray for people. I'm not saying don't lay hands properly on people. But what I'm saying is get your priorities straight. When you come up here, understand that there is a man. The man Christ Jesus, the mediator between me and God. Standing there in his office praying for me. Why? Why? Because the things that he gave me, he wants me to keep. He says, his death purchased my justification. His resurrection took away the power of death. It made it toothless. It made it powerless. I don't have to fear it anymore. But his resurrection gave me the affordability to understand that I can come through that office. That I can come through Christ because he's ever living praying for me. So the next time you say nobody knows what you're going through, nobody really cares to listen to you. God's already heard you. And what he's saying is, I've already made intercession for you. It's one. man, prayer. Through that prayer you can receive forgiveness and victory. The problem with you and me is we'll take the forgiveness, but we won't walk in victory. Because we let the devil point our natural eyes at something or someone that didn't do something for us that we wanted them to do to get a little recognition or to say, hey, we're a part. Listen to me. God placed you in this body. Man didn't place you in this body. You were born again by him, not man. And God placed you in the member of this body where it pleases him. And I promise you this. He is going to stand guard over you. He's going to watch for you. He's going to make intercession for you. He is going to move upon me to preach what I'm preaching today. Why? Because this ought to encourage you. Nobody knows my midnight hour. Nobody knows, really, what I'm going through. Quit that. Stop it. Oh, yeah, you heard me. I said, stop it. God knows what need you have before you ask it. I don't know if this is getting into you or not. But you've got to understand, you have an intercessor, and don't. I heard that, I, not that you said it, but I heard it. Well, how can he pray for me and all these others at the same time? Listen to me. He can. I don't know how he can, but he's God Almighty, and in that office. I am never, hold on, listen to me. Listen to me. I am never without prayer. Now some of you are going to go to left field and say, okay, we don't I didn't say that. But I'm saying whether you do or not, I'm never without prayer. I'm never without somebody praying for me. Never. Every day, every moment of every day, he's standing in the gap until it's over and I'm with him. And in that office, he's a mediator. In that office, he's an advocate. And he is defending me. He is telling, hey, this is one that repented. This is one that's been baptized. This is one that's been filled. Get your hands off of him, devil. feel like Jacob. Jacob, you know, he limped. Listen, I'm trying to drive a point home, and sometimes I say things that if you're not careful, you'll jump on that instead of listening to what I'm trying to tell you. Now I'm going to reread Romans 8:34 through 39 that I read it the other night, and you're going to understand.
2: Who is he that condemneth?
0: Who is he that condemneth you?
2: It is Christ that died. Yeah, it's Christ that died. Yes, yea, rather, rather. That is risen again. Woo! Who is even at the right hand of God. No way. Yes way. Who also maketh intercession for us. Is that what it says? That's what it says. Maketh
0: intercession mm-hmm. for us. Yes.
2: Ongoing. Mm-hmm.
0: So who is it that condemneth me? It's Christ that died, rather, is risen. Mm -hmm. Who in his office Mm -hmm. is at the right hand of God. We know that's just a figure of speech. God doesn't have a right hand. Mm -hmm. But he's between us and God, making intercession for us. Go ahead. Who shall separate us? Now let's put it together. The reason we cannot be separated from the love of God in Christ. It's because he's right there interceding for you. Thank
2: you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: I'm going to say something else. You're not going to lie, but that's what i today. You don't have love for someone, you're not going to pray for someone. You don't care about somebody, you're not going to pray for them. That's the truth. And if you do, if you're caught and made, you're going to do it half heartedly. He does it because he loves me. And nothing can separate me from that love. Go ahead.
2: Shall tribulation
0: shall tribulation keep him from praying for me? No. If I'm in the washing machine, is that keeping him from praying for me? No. If I'm in the ringer, is that keeping him from praying for me? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword, he still prays.
2: As it is written. As it is written. For thy sake, we uh are killed all the day long.
0: We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Mm -hmm. Keep reading.
2: Nay, in all these things. In all these
0: things. I wish somebody would stand up right now and go, In all these things.
2: Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting dizzy. Yeah. In all. Wait.
0: That's because some of you are dizzy. You've been in it for so long and you're thinking, why can't somebody pray me out of this? When Jesus is saying right now, I'm praying, you just got to believe and trust me and understand that when you're ready, when you start walking by faith, when you understand that I'm in there with you. Did you not get in the fire with the three Hebrew children? Let me tell you, he's in there with you. He's going around with you. He's being tossed to and fro with you. Say, take my hand. We'll get out of this and we'll go through the ringer. And when we go through the ringer.
2: We are more than conquerors.
0: More. Can I be a preacher for a moment? Thank you. How come, God, you can't move on some prophet out there and call me when I'm going through it? I wish somebody would know, because I can't just tell the average person. Can't some preacher call me up and say, hey, the Lord laid you on my heart. Oh, oh, I'm all in this by myself. Are you hearing me? I I have to be, I have to uh, 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 confess I've been there. Why can't somebody, God, if if you just move on some prophet, don't even know me. Don't even know me. You know, all of a sudden, call Pastor White. And he says, well, I don't have his number. That's okay. I'm going to give it to you. And he, he calls me up and says, look, I don't know you. I don't even know how I got this number. But God told oh, we would receive that, wouldn't we? No, we wouldn't. Within a few moments after it was all it, we forgot what he said. But the Bible says.
2: In all these things.
0: God knows exactly where I'm at. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what I'm wrestling with. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me. You at this moment.
2: More than a conqueror.
0: You at this moment. Mm-hmm. I have prayed for you.
2: Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus.
0: At this moment of your weakness this moment of your doubt, at this moment of your struggle, at this moment, whether you're thinking of giving up or not, I have prayed for you. Mm -hmm. And you are more than a conqueror. And when you are converted, in other words, he's already speaking of the future. When you come out and you're strengthened, then strengthen your brethren. We need to do more strengthening than tearing down. We tear down so much. We cry so much instead of strengthening our brethren. Oh, if we could get the centurion mentality, Pastor. I'm going to the hospital tomorrow. Okay, tell me about. It. I'll be there. No need. Gas is very expensive. I'm relating. No need. Just speak the word. Hello? I'm not saying I wouldn't come, because I have. But the point I'm trying to make, just because we don't see the Lord, and just because we don't feel his hand upon us, and just because we don't hear an audible voice, doesn't mean he's not praying and speaking the word. And if he speaks the word, it'll happen. And if I'm receiving, he'll say to me, Great is thy faith. I've said a lot of things. If you're not careful, you'll misunderstand. I'm not saying I wouldn't come. I'm not saying I wouldn't lay hands. I'm not saying I've been there. But the point is this. There's no more power in me being present than me at home praying. The difference is this. When you see me come in the room, oh, pastor's here. Things going to be all right. You should have already had that before I even got in the car. Because you should have enough confidence. If you're sick and you need prayer, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I got to say it again because some of you will go out and say, Pastor, won't come and pray for us anymore. That's a lie. But I'm saying when I walk in that room, you ought to be saying this. Pastor, you didn't have to come. But I wanted to. I wanted to see you. But you didn't have to because I knew I was going to be healed, and I knew you were praying for you got here. And I'd be shouting with you right there. Whoa, Lord, the nurses would come in and say, what's the matter? I said, don't worry about it. There's no code in here. If there is a code, we're just rejoicing in the Holy Ghost. Come on in. And, hey, get those machines out of here. We don't need any electricity. We got another electricity going on. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? God wanted me to bring this to encourage you that regardless of what you think or who you may have praying for you, the one whose prayers were always answered, he never prayed a prayer that wasn't answered. God... I know you heareth me always, but for their sake. I I got a God that's praying for me. I think that's pretty special. If that don't lift up your head, I don't know what I'm going to do put you back in the washing machine. Quit looking so defeated. Quit looking like you've lost your best friend. He's a friend that's sticking closer than any church member could ever be to you. Any son, any daughter, any wife, any husband, he's Somebody that will always be there, thick or thin. Start, sweet pea, those of you that have the Holy Ghost. Start praying every day much as you can in the Holy Ghost it's biblical don't wait till you come here and you gotta work it up I know that that probably hit a few people but don't wait get it worked up before you get here wouldn't it be great somebody needs prayer and they get out of their pew and start right here, and all they're doing is speaking in tongues. By the time they get here, probably everything will be all right. I thought we were apostolics. I thought we were tongue talkers. We are not denominal people that are supposed to sit there with our mouth closed. We are God's people. We should open our mouth and pray like we believe it like we know it's going to (laughs) happen. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life Nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, Mm -hmm. nor things that I will face. Mm -hmm. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Somebody here needs to strengthen your feeble knees. And lift up your hands that hang down and quit acting powerless and start acting with the power that God gave you. Wow. You know what? When God's in it, I didn't see anybody
1: fanning.
0: That's all I got. I done preached a T-shirt wet and my other shirt wet. Listen, I urge you to start being children of the Most High God. Start living like it, praying like it, worshiping like it. and Come to church like you got the victory. I know God gave us emotions, but I can't stand them. Because it limits me and hinders me. Unless I'm on the mountaintop, then everything's all right. My walk with God is not based on an emotion. It is based on the word of God. And this word is unadulterated. This word will ever, ever live. This word will never pass away. This word tells me I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. This word tells me he's praying. He's praying. This word tells me nothing will separate me from his love. I know it's true. I'm not saying that emotion is wrong, but when you let your emotion dictate your salvation, something's wrong. Somebody fired me up out there. Your salvation was not on emotion even though you had it. It was by obedience to that word. Your marriage is no longer, if you've been married more than a few weeks, is no longer based on emotion. Then why is your relationship with Christ based on what kind of mood you're in? Whatever mood I'm in, he's always in a good mood. I might as well get his mind. The Lord bless you today. Don't forget the meeting. The Lord keep you. The Lord help you. The Lord let this message sink into you. I'm not saying, and I've watched some of you, and I'm so proud of you. You went and prayed for other people. Keep that up, please. What I'm trying to do is when people leave this place and they feel all alone, I want them to remember God's praying for them. The man Christ Jesus is making intercession. Amen. The Lord keep you. The Lord shine in His face.